0: David and welcome to the perspective podcast we are here on episode four what a great day it is today Yep, (laughs) speak up David (laughs) my bad well let's tell the
1: audience about what we're doing today yeah
0: so today we're definitely gonna get into it but before we do anything let's shout out the team we have Eli our producer and director we got Ty our sound engineer and then we have Shanna our editor-in-chief That just so happens to be our guest today. You know, welcome, Shannon. Welcome to
1: this side of the camera. You know, great to have you here.
2: Thank you. Thank you. All
1: right. So today we're talking about a subject that's kind of near and dear to our hearts. We're talking about historically black colleges and universities, HBCUs.
0: The illustrious University of Maryland Eastern Shore.
1: Also known as (coughs) Florida Agricultural and Mechanical University and then the rest. Um, So what we're going to talk about today is... What are these HBCUs? Why do we have HBCUs? What are our experiences in these uh, HBCUs? And kind of what's the future uh, hold? Is it something that we need to continue to have or do we need to look elsewhere? And we're very, very excited to have Shannon here with us. Shannon, tell us why we're picking you today.
2: Yes, so I am Shannon. Excuse me. So currently I am a PhD student at Washington University in St. Louis and majoring in biomedical engineering. But previous to all this, I went to two illustrious Historically black colleges. You heard that one time.
1: One more time. Illustrious. I think that's how we all introduce our HBCUs. If you ain't go to
0: if you don't don't introduce it like that, you ain't ain't go to one. Right. (laughs) Illustrious (laughs) university. If you ain't got some type of additive, additive. it got to be some type of. I went to fabulous. (laughs) I went to illustrious. The illustrious. I went to amazing. (laughs) I went somewhere, somewhere other than, or you gonna get this additive. (laughs) Absolutely. So
2: I went to the illustrious. Xavier University in New Orleans, Louisiana, as well as the illustrious North Carolina Agricultural and Technical State University in Greensboro, North Carolina.
1: Wait, 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 wait! So you went to two HBCUs? So why you you couldn't make up your mind? Mm-hmm. <laughs> she couldn't make it at one, so she had to transfer.
2: Wow, the disrespect here, no. So I was in a 3-2 program, which was ah. yeah, So at Xavier. And very smart, very smart. Yes, yes. Um, and so what the program was, was that you did three years at Xavier, which I got my bachelor's in science, um, in biology, excuse me. And then I also went to North Carolina A&T, where I got my uh, bachelor's in science of bioengineering.
0: So you hold two degrees already?
2: Two degrees, and I'm only 23. So I am the youngest in this room, as well as the only woman in this team. Yeah.
1: Okay, okay. So i out. Y'all ready to get into this? Oh, we here. Yes. Let's do it. So I think the question becomes, you know, why go to an HBCU? And instead of giving everyone, like, all of that information, let, I, I want to turn the camera on us. Why did we uh, decide to go to an HBCU? Let's start with Shannon.
2: So <clears throat> why did I go to HBCU? I went to HBCU many different reasons, honestly. Um, I actually met my advisor at their open house And at the time I wasn't really for HBCUs I just I was gonna stay closer to home and so what I did was started talking to him and an opportunity came about for me to go into um, go and do lab work for him coming straight out of undergrad uh, under um, at a high school excuse me and so for me I saw that as an opportunity and a gateway to the more opportunities to come by going to an HBCU. I knew that going to an HBCU would allow me to have a community different from going to a PWI. And I just took the opportunity and ran with it. Okay.
1: So, David, why did you go to an HBCU? So, mine is a little bit different. Growing up in the Midwest, um, I just knew I was going to go to Mizzou or Wash U or uh, KU and i remember my dad ended up applying to florida a and did not tell me so i'm waiting on all the different letters from different universities and i remember i got a letter from florida a and and it said hey congratulations you've been accepted into a famu and here's your full scholarship from nasa and i was like oh my gosh i got a full scholarship to a famu What's that? Where's that? What is this? I knew nothing about the school, but I started to research it. And the more and more I was like looking at it, I was like, "Okay, so they're going to pay me to go to Florida and get a degree. Um, Okay, yeah. Where do I sign up? And the rest is history. I get into more later, but it was really on a whim. I can't say that I grew up with FAMU on my mind like a lot of people did, but it was something that it was different it wasn't Missouri, sign me up.
0: Where the heat was at. Exactly. That's how cold. Yes. That's what it sounded like. Yes. Understood. What about you, Dre? Um, so I went to the last year's University of Maryland Eastern Shore. Um, very small HBCU on the eastern shore of Maryland. Just an hour outside of Ocean City, if anybody has heard of it. Um, but the reason why I went to one is because I always knew I was going to go to an HBCU. My sister went to Howard University. My mom went to, also went to an HBCU, uh, the University of District of Columbia. Um, it may not sound like a HBCU but it's the one of the only HBCUs in D C. Um, very small private I mean, very small public school in the city. Um, so I remember applying for the scholarship that I received, it's called D C Achievers. And we had to do a three week program at UMES. So when I got there, very raw, very different, and it was like a new ball game. So when I got there, I was just like, "Oh, okay, I need to be here." The football coach came and talked to me. "You come here, you can play ball. You don't have to worry about anything." Then I had a full ride. I was just like, "Ah, this is where I need to be." I got there. I love being away from home. I'm not too far away from home, um, but it was a it was a chance for me to slow my life down. You know, growing up in the city, sometimes you do need that change of pace. Um, so when I got there, I was just like, "Ah, this is this is home." So I got I. And to this day, I still have my favorite picture. It was on the campus in front of the SSC, uh, which stands for the Student Services Center. And then once I took that picture and I went back and I looked at it, I said, ah, I'm going here. You know, so um, all of us who applied who was in the program, we all made a pact that we all was going to apply and go there. Um, but, you know, everybody changes their mind. Um, some went to FAM, some went to a some went to Howard, some went, you know, as far as California. Um, but I stuck with my pack, and I, I went to UMS, and I got a
1: chance to play collegiate football. What's up? Yeah. So, my biggest thing is we've talked about where we went, kind of why we went. Now the question is, what was our experience like? What was your experience there? Why, like, why do we talk about this? It's on you. That's for all of us, but yeah. Shannon, why yeah. don't you tell yeah. us what you know your experience? Where do we want to start? Um, With your experience, yeah.
2: <laughs> no, Come no, on, no, i mean, <laughs> oh, yeah, like you knew to this. Start there. <laughs> so, going to go into two different HBCUs, two different types of HBCUs. There's two different, distinctly different experiences. Um, and so, going to Xavier. Xavier was a smaller HBCU in New Orleans, but a little bit on the outskirts. Not deep in the city, and everybody knew everybody, so for me, it was, like, a big family, but in a sense, a high school at the same time, because it was, like, every, it was smaller, actually, than my high school, um, <clears throat> got to know a lot of people, got to experience a lot of different things, um, and then...
0: Are you nervous on this side of the camera? No. Come
2: on.
0: Girl, what's going on, man? Yeah, what's going on? There is so much going on. What are you on? doing? Like, come on. You gotta keep it rolling. <laughs> keep it going.
2: Sorry, y'all. Sorry, sorry. So um so in terms of my H B C U experience, so I got involved, I was a part of the National Society of Black Engineers, I did research, I, I did a lot, um, Knew a lot of different people, which put me in spaces where I was able to travel, go to different conferences, just a lot of things like that. And then... (laughs)
0: I thought it was a fly. I really thought it was a fly. You got to keep it going. Uh, she, she we lost her. Wait, All no, right, no, 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 no. I'm still so, on. I'm still on. Come on. So,
2: but then in terms of my uh, <clears throat> A&T experience, so after I left Xavier, I transferred to North Carolina A&T, which was close to the home. I think that was a better experience for me. Sometimes you get homesick, I'm able to drive home, things like that. But, um, but for A&T, it was a bigger school, so I experienced a different homecoming um, something we can talk what, about. What's
0: the homecoming called?
2: Homecoming is called Jiho, the yeah. greatest homecoming on earth, and we will not.
0: Hey man, uh, everybody got uh, their own thing. One. Everybody got their thing. You know, you uh, gotta let them have it. Like People
2: come from all over to come you, back to uh, our homecoming.
0: Everybody got their thing.
1: Quote unquote.
0: You know, everybody got their thing. You gotta let them have it. It's Ho. Sure. Uh huh. It's Keep it's going. Jiho. That's it. <clears throat> so that's no. great. So, but
2: then being at A I was able to see a different experience of an hbcu just because i didn't know as many people i was a transfer student um it was hard at first but for me i was able to immerse myself into a and t a little different than i did at xavier but allow myself to actually like get to know people Get to know my professors, and that's actually how I led myself out here.
0: Gotcha. So, David, seeing as though you went to school way, way back in the day, sure did. The best yeah. time to go back when you know TVs was black and white. That's perfect. So, you got to let them
1: know how was your experience? So, I won't go into that. Why instead, not? That's I'll, your question. Is, but, no, instead, instead, here we go. I was this gonna is what say, I'm talking about instead, let's just talk about HBCU experiences all together, okay? Because I think all of us will have similar experiences, but let's talk to the audience about. You know, why do we keep talking about HBCU? So let's let's talk about those homecomings, the marching band. Let's talk about our sports teams, Greek life, school spirit, classics, you know, all of that different stuff. Gotcha. I would say I I went into college thinking it's going to be college. Right. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to go to class, get my degree and go home. Right. And I was really shocked and surprised at how much I was immersed into the culture. Of the hbcu i went to florida a&m mm-hmm. i i tell people to this day i bleed orange and grain what i, what? I bleed, what is that? that's right that's what we say i bleed orange and grain orange and grain <laughs> hey, man. that's what we our colors are orange and grain orange so if you think about it think about a lot of your friends who did not attend an hbcu right mm-hmm. and how often do they talk about their experience at college outside of homecoming right right they may talk about yeah i go back to my homecoming but it's like it's really I've de- I developed a love for the university, and it was based off so little cool things. Spirit. Yeah. yeah, it was based <clears throat> off the the interactions I had with my professors. It was based off of knowing that if I wanted to get from my dorm room to the cafeteria, I had to walk up this hill. Florida A and M is located on the highest of seven hills in Tallahassee. So when you walking on hills, you walking on hills. But you knew if you hungry. You need to go there, Right. so you worked up another appetite, right? And how about this? Because we all had it and we talk about it—the standing in line experience. Oh no, I didn't stand in line. Okay, I didn't um, have.
2: You I, was privileged. Hey. Was he not? So privileged. Um, okay, so he
1: doesn't know about the true HBCU life. Clearly, he had so to you
2: stand in line for everything and yeah. anything. So,
0: um, my actually the HBCU experience that I had was a little bit different. Because I had the opportunity to actually play collegiate football, and I was a collegiate athlete, um, and I'm gonna get into why you know my HBCU experience was unique versus um, when I attended a PWI as well. Because I went to Texas State for graduate school, um, but my HBCU experience it was fun. When I literally say I came to campus, um, I had the little man syndrome. I wanted you know be big dog on campus. I'm only I only stand five seven. 135 pounds at the time. Right now, I'm at 160. Yeah, big dog on campus, you know. Um, but, so, um, when I got there, I really thought I was the man. Like, I came in, like, chest poked up high. You know, feel me? Came off a high school championship. Y'all want me. Why do I need to be here? Give me the ball. We going to the we going to championships. So, I got real humbled really quick. I'll never forget it. So, we played um, Wesley College as a scrimmage. And when I say I never been hit so hard that to the point where they knocked my my uh my shoulder pads loose, yeah, it was one of those. And we lost seventy two zero. That scrimmage won. So we scrimmaged again and then we lost ninety nine zero. Um so it was it was bad. Um, but it was fun. That's I went one word. It
1: was bad. Didn't go out the way, Coach planned.
0: Yeah. Um
1: Hey, Coach, can we do it again? <laughs> nah, don't hit the
2: shower.
1: <laughs> Did y'all even have showers to hit at you the So the um, So
0: after, after all of that, it was like our coaches, like they really, they were still stuck in their golden years of running the wing tee. Nobody runs the wing tee no more. Hey, Dre,
1: you're getting real deep in football talking. This I
0: know, is HBC, I know. Utah. I'm already getting into it. Give me a second. Um, so tee? that's how we lost it. Um, yeah. So if, then, what
2: is a wing tee, honestly?
0: It's, it's an option. It's an option. Uh, option <laughs> formation on <laughs> offense in football. But back to my HBCU experience. Um, it was really fun. Um, I got a chance to play ball. I got a chance to be really involved. Um, but I also developed that school spirit. Um, if you ever get a chance, you'll, you'll know if somebody went to a HBCU because they, like David said, they bleed them colors. Like die hard. Everything.
1: Why, why do you think that? Um, really like, why do you think we, Go so hard for our HBCUs.
0: Um, I think it's just like a, a home away from home. You get what I'm saying? Because when you get to your HBCU campus versus a PWI, the air is different. That's what I tell everybody. The air is different, and what I mean by that is just a different feel. I think know? it's
2: the history that the school was built on, and you know, like all that it went through, and I think that's what like you allow yourself to have so much more pride in where you went because you know all of the history behind it.
1: So I agree with you. It's it's something that's it's built and put into you, right?
0: Mm-hmm. It's that it's that college one-on-one class. It's <laughs> really yes, from your. I, I literally yeah.
1: was gonna say it's from your freshman year on. They really let you know, like, oh no, you're on insert university's campus here now. So leave all that stuff that you did at home at home. You're here now. You need to respect this. Don't walk over there. Don't, don't go don't over there. Don't walk on the grass. Don't, don't, walk don't on cut grass. corners. Yep. Yeah. Don't we walk do on the grass. Don't take shortcuts. <laughs> So. Um, did you guys have to learn the HBCU intro?
0: No. Oh, y'all didn't have an introduction? Oh, yeah. Oh, you talking about our own university intro?
1: Well, I don't know. Yeah. How you did sure you that, yeah. Mine. Well, my intro. Hello, my name is David L. Robinson, Helling from St. Louis, Missouri. I am a chemical engineer. Oh, yeah. I, that, now, that ah, intro, yeah. absolutely. You don't just go, hey, my name, David. No. <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't start off with that, and if you yeah. didn't use words like matriculate, oh. hello, they don't know you.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So yeah,
1: to (laughs) to Florida Agricultural (laughs) and Mechanical University, the highest of seven hills. There you go. You have to let them know.
0: So yeah, no, I definitely did learn that intro, uh, that that quick elevated speech where you walk up, you shake hands, you look them in the eye. I think HBCU teaches you a lot of the soft skills. Um, A lot of people say that college is really everything that you learn outside of the classroom is what you remember, but that's what HBCU teaches you. Like honestly, like. The classes are great. The education is perfect. I would not change my education for the world. But I think my biggest experience and the biggest fun or the most things that I remember is the fun that I had walking to the classrooms. When you walk past the computer lab or you walk past the cafeteria and you see your boys and People you just and you there. just like you debating uh, scratching your head like David B with the hookah, do I wanna go to class? <laughs> do I wanna take this test? Nah, I ain't gonna take this test, so I'm gonna miss this class, you know. So those type of things. But you so know, clearly a I, lot of skipping right. <laughs> I was on an academic scholarship, so I had to go to class. But you, I, was, you was late for a couple of them. Never. Oh, yeah. See, Just, yeah. David uh, was by the books. Come on. Right. You got to get to it. Yeah. Now, um, those
1: humanitarian also, classes, nobody care about. Right? Oh, OK. Right. Um,
0: But it was also like you understand like what fashion is. Oh, oh it's mm. nothing like being on the HBCU campus because every day is a fashion show.
1: So telling you about that, my freshman year, I remember one day I was late for class so, I just woke up. Don't so you just say you was never late for class? I, I did Academic say scholarship. Okay, here you go. But, uh... Okay, you, you see how it. I catch them? You tie <laughs> Hey, Ty, fact check. <laughs> right. Fact fact check. Fact. <laughs> right. I was running late for class. That means the class had not started yet. But, I was like, hey, I see my friends do it at their university, so let me just keep on my pajama bottoms and throw on some shoes and go to class. Oh, absolutely. Oh, Was I this, was this freshman school? year?
0: Yes. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I was about to say, that's the only time that's you can get away from
1: I walked in there, everyone looked at me, I looked back and I I was like, yep, let me just go to the back row and just pay see. attention and go from there. Florida A&M is also known as Fashion and Modeling University, so you cannot just walk the campus looking normal. They made sure you woke up, you got dressed and you went to class. It was no, let me just throw on what I wore yesterday. Oh no, you wasn't walking around in basketball shorts and flip flops. You don't know unless who he you, was going to see. Unless
0: you was a ball player. That's yes. the only way that you can get away with it. If you was a ball player, then yes, but if not... Oh, the women walked around in the heels. You know, the guys. Makeup, full guys, face. Guys had the bow ties. Oh, dressed what it was professional. For us, it with was professional the, Mondays. We had with the suitcase. but yeah. It was straight suits. Like, uh, everything. Like, I missed those. That was the, literally the best four years of my life.
2: Briefcases and all. Yes.
0: Like, Would I... You-
1: would you guys do it again? Would you, Absolutely. Would yes. you go back. The
2: same. Yes.
0: Uh, for me, yes, I would do it again, but I would wanted to do it the same way with the same people. people. Because yeah. like, that experience led me to who I am
1: today. And mm-hmm. like, it it build
2: lifelong friendships that keep in contact with now. Yes. No matter the distance, I still can call some of the same people I did when There's I was There's
1: always in a rattler wherever I go. <clears> mm-hmm. No matter what city I attend or go to, I know I can call up on someone and they're going to be there.
0: Right. It's like that. It was that fraternity spirit or sorority mm-hmm. experience without being in one mm-hmm. at a HBCU that you get. So I definitely would do it all again. I remember my freshman year, um, spring semester, um, I had a brother, well, I have a brother, um, and we got into it like real bad, and we ended up fighting. We fought every weekend of spring semester. So you're talking about 16 fights every Friday. We was out there fighting, and it was, and I wouldn't change it. You know, because it, it made me who I am. I just am. think
1: by week three, <laughs> I would have said, let's do we'll something different. <laughs> Clearly, it's not working. Hey, it, stop bringing that up.
0: Hey, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't us. You know, you know, when sometimes when conflict comes to you. But y'all you fought each other. No, we didn't fight each other. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Let me clarify that. No, we didn't fight each other. No, we didn't fight each other. You're we fighting the others. Other yes. yes. OK. Yes, yes, no, yes, that yes. Makes so sense. let me clarify that. up. We definitely <clears> didn't fight each other Um, before other people. And it was it was a great time, you know. I've seen somebody big get knocked out by somebody small. I've seen somebody get knocked out. the Um I've seen somebody. This is growing. all at UMES? Yes. Okay. I'm oh, sure. I'm gonna tell. You, let me tell you about this one experience. So I we had a people. basketball game versus <laughs> insert college here, HBCU. <laughs> oh, who was uh, it? Now wow. we want
1: to know. Delaware State. Okay. Okay. Um, That's another HBCU.
0: Yeah. So, we were dancing. Well, I ain't gonna say we were dancing. No, the dancer- we were dancing. No, the dancers <laughs> were dancing. Like, the U.M.S. Diamonds were dancing. And Dell State dancers came down. And I'm pretty sure y'all seen this on Instagram. The girl was dancing. And, like, she did something. And her wig came off. oh. Ooh, that thing went viral. <laughs> All you do is see she me in the back. that attached
2: pointing. correctly. Oh.
0: Like her other friends that was dancing with her just sat down, Ooh. just let her go.
2: <laughs> they do that little. And they didn't
0: like, <laughs> nah, even, even do the roll down. They were just like, yeah, I don't know her.
1: <laughs> so you had
2: to make sure their sister was right. They didn't Wh- do the right thing. What is it
1: about HBCU auxiliary groups and fighting? I know Fam the Marching 100, they got in a couple of fights with the other bands too. Oh yeah, but sometimes you have to when you have to show them like this is greatness. You're not sit down, and when you have an issue, march one hundred at the show. Them. I get it,
0: absolutely. Like it was, it was fun, man. But um, let's get into like uh, a HBCU versus a PWI experience.
1: I was gonna say, um, so let's let's start this conversation off as I respect all of my brothers and sisters that attended a PWI um, mm-hmm. because we need brothers and sisters to attend PWIs you know what's best for you you know what your journey has allowed so go to your college university insert here where you want to go however here you go with that but i do think that there is a difference between an hbcu experience and a pwi experience absolutely and Absolutely. i personally am not sold on the well we have a black student union so i have that experience or Hey, we have the black version of our homecoming, so we have that experience and I, it's nothing to take away from my p w i brothers and sisters, but I do think that there 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 really is a difference, a difference. what do you guys yeah, think it
0: definitely it's definitely a difference um my bad let me go back and shout out all of the universities in the room. you know we also do have a Howard Bison and we have a Jackson State tiger um you know so we do have them in the room as well um so you know shout out to all hbcus but there is a difference um between the hbcu experience and a pwy
1: so what's that difference y'all um
0: let's talk okay so go ahead shannon
2: i'll say for me going to grad school at a pwy versus going to two different hbcus it was a culture shock it was a big culture shock like honestly You walked in and it was like, whoa, this is different. This is going to be an adjustment. Um, As you said, just because you have a black student union does not mean you are an HBCU. And honestly, what's so crazy is I met this um, black student at WashU actually recently. And she was like, you know, WashU was like a HBCU. Absolutely not. Don't be disrespectful. in, In my face, I was like, whoa.
0: That's very disrespectful. But
2: in her eyes, it was she had that black student community through the undergrads that made her feel like that's what the, that's what other people at HBCUs are uh, getting. Oh, cuz they used to visit one all the time cuz there's one right down the street. <laughs> so I, got never, I got you. I got you. But for her <laughs> you know. So that but because she Shout out to harris State University, yeah. yes. Um but for her she just felt like that was her community, so she made her HBCU experience at WashU. But for me, that's where we have to get that bias out the way that just because there, there's more than just community at an HBCU. There is history behind an HBCU. You got
0: your staff and your faculty that look like you who will close the door and tell you, hey, you fucking up mm-hmm. and put their foot in your ass. And it's,
1: and it's not just held at one building. No. Yeah, and I think that's over. the other thing. It's not <clears throat> we're going to have this... Uh, event, and we're going to have the black version of this event. Right, It's literally everywhere. I know for me, the biggest thing was when I went to FAMU and saw there were 11,000 other black people, Mm -hmm. right? I immediately realized, okay, the only thing we have in common is our black skin, Mm -hmm. so negate that. From there, I really got a chance to meet all different types of black people. You're talking about, let's be real, people don't think there are black nerds, there are black skaters, geeks, you have... People who Game grew up and like yeah, gamers. Yeah, people grew up in the quote unquote upper class. Yeah, people grew up lower class, working class, poor, right. rich, but I, everything. I, I don't want to take that away from PWIs
0: as well. Like you do have some white people who had who have similar stories. Mm-hmm. But it's nothing like seeing it or hearing it from somebody who look like you. I don't when you walk in. I'm sorry. When you walk in, when you walk in the classroom and everybody look like you, versus when you walk in the classroom and you the only black person and everybody look at you for the answers to speak for the black community.
2: Well, and I don't know for you all what high schools y'all went to, but for me, I went to a a pretty diverse high school. But a lot of my life was, she's the smart black girl, and so going to the HBCU, you realize that you the normal person mm-hmm. you're not just you like ain't you're shit. not the black girl you're not the you ain't smart shit. black girl you are that's what
0: it was you ain't shit i, I, was Shannon. It's, I ain't shit it's <laughs> we ain't <laughs> shit but yeah. we 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 insert school here students yeah.
1: you my classmate i'm your classmate mm-hmm. we're gonna get and through we want to
2: succeed and we want to get through it together. we to yep. share this
1: textbook when i went to fam i remember my freshman class we had some of the most National Merit Scholars and all of those, and it's like, oh, so all 'all y'all like in the top one percent of your high school too? Wait, I'm not the special one anymore. And but I love that. Like to this day, I I still tear up when I see graduations at HBCUs. Yes, because I'm like, that's hundreds, if not thousands, depending on what the university is. But that's hundreds of young men and women that are graduating with. Not just B.S.'s anymore, but we're talking masters, Ph.D.'s, doc, you know, all of that. And I'm like, wow, they're going into the world. Absolutely. Several steps ahead of the past generations.
2: And then the other thing I would say is I don't know if you all will agree, but I think HBCU sometimes give people second chances. So you see yes. those people who yes. went to who were who graduated, uh, uh, graduated high school, excuse me, and had that maybe 2.0 gpa honestly i've heard of stories where people had lower than that the hbcu gave them a chance versus they the P- yes when their doctors lawyers all these different things and um and not saying that the pwi's don't but i think the pwi sometimes take those quote unquote smart black students and then the HBCUs make those yes. smart black yes, students. Yes, if yes, we se- I that that like right, I yes. I like that. I like that way you And, it,
0: and it goes back, um, I kind of want to jump back to David. He was talking about graduation. It's nothing like having one graduation versus having six or seven. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like when I was at Texas State, we had a black graduation. Then we had the big graduation. Then you had your school graduation. Versus you and me, yes, you and me, yes. We just had one graduation. Right, everybody graduated together. Everybody ain't stay for graduation That's after my name was called. Yeah. You know, I did my little show well, across the stage, but and I'm know. Out. <laughs> You know what I mean? beat me out the door.
1: In yeah. your defense, Andre Webb, it was only like two letters left.
0: Yeah, I had to sit through everybody, absolutely. (laughs) He made it sound like he was the first one going. He was the last
1: one left, like, Uh, hey, coach, put me in.
2: (laughs) See, A&T, we did it by schools. We did a big graduation, but we did it by schools. And y'all was still in alphabetical
0: order by that school, though no, no it was not. how you said really was
2: it how was you how said. you said you had a name card and then what you yep. did was you walked you whispered in the lady's ear this is how you say my name and then oh no, no i remember that. Was, i
1: remember stage. that uh, we had to write our names out phonetically
0: oh no! no oh no. yeah now nah, we <laughs> had to do that well my name ain't hard to yeah. pronounce so mine's
2: not funny.
0: what five letters first name four letters and the last name you can't mess that up i'm glad <laughs> <well. laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm be surprised <laughs> but no usually don't we have to give shout outs to those people who have to pronounce names today yes. they do real good yes Quantavius smith
2: now let's
0: talk about those, let's talk about the parents at graduation oh because oh, it ain't no and they you know how they be like hold all your applause to the end every, nobody's doing every that back, every back <laughs> family looking at each other like i don't even think they that's say my that. Baby. they
1: don't say that hbc yes do. They, do. They,
0: no, do. they do no they uh-huh. do no i'll say the president come we'll on and be like yeah you you know it's a joyous day. We want to make sure everything's good and then hold all your applauses to the end. First then, person walk everybody be like, mm, Ugh, mm. They talking that, about him that, or that person. Because when the my signs, baby comes, the face uh, thing, everything. Uh, did y'all shirts. have the
2: family that had like the t-shirts? Let me tell you, I got my daddy a t-shirt. And it my wasn't. daddy's t-shirt says, my daughter is two degrees smarter with PhD loading on the back. And he still wears it to this day. There
1: you back.
0: go. Yeah, absolutely. It's nothing like it. It's mm-hmm. It's amazing. But
1: you know what? I think it's because it's a sense of accomplishment by the whole family. The whole family is like. This isn't just their graduation. This is our graduation too. We put in those years with you. So this is our celebration. So we're so happy and ecstatic for you. And let's be real for a lot of African Americans, you're a lot of us these days are first generation college graduates. You know, some of us have our parents who went. Most of us don't have grandparents who went.
0: Right. So let's uh, also let's uh, let's kind of like switch it up a little bit. Let's talk about like the rules and the policies of HBCU. Cause I know when I went to UMES, it was a visitation rule. You know, hey, no opposite sex after this time. Mm-hmm. Versus versus a PWI when I could have visitation and I lived on the same floor as a woman.
1: And see, when I went to fam, there wasn't even visitation. It was like you could go into the lobby, but women weren't allowed up into the men's dorms. Now y'all know.
2: People snuck in.
1: They snuck in like to the side these, door. these are what hoodies were. Hoodies were made to sneak people in and Absolutely. out. Absolutely,
0: oh, you couldn't live on the first floor, yeah. or if you lived on the first floor, you might have to slide your homeboy a couple. Hey, bro, hey, bro, I'm trying to get her in
1: here, bro. And you just, you know what though? I, I, I personally I didn't like that rule, I, and I'm glad. I think Famu has gotten rid of it. Uh, I think these are young men and women. Let them. I'd rather them do what they're going to do in a bedroom than what they were doing when I was there. Sneaking was into dorm rooms, doing it outside. outside. Like, you would walk campus, what, unfortunately, and see I'll used say, condoms. Yeah. i say,
2: Xavier, we had dorm mothers. Like, Xavier is the only Catholic uh Ooh, HBCU. didn't know that. Yes. So, for us, they had their policies in place. They, me, first of all, I went to college young. Leaving at such a young age, when I would my freshman year, I had to call my mama and tell her, I didn't always tell her what I was doing fully, but I would have to give her some idea of, hey, I'm going to this university or I'm going hanging out with some folks tonight. Because if I didn't come in before curfew, you they had, had, to to, I had to sign out and they had to call my mom or my dad to get permission for me to leave because technically I was a minor. Uh,
0: so oh. Xavier was
2: very strict on that. Honestly, that was all the way out to... It wasn't like, oh, freshman rules. that was the whole time you were there. Makes sense That's um, a Catholic oh, university. Yes, yeah. so uh, for us, we definitely, we had to sign out. We had to, we had somebody always there. Whether you came in drunk, they still was going to see you. People at that point knew who you were. Right.
1: So. so what other rules and policies were there? Y'all?
0: Um, I'm trying to think.
2: We I had to swipe in the class.
0: No, nah, we didn't have to swipe in the class. Yeah, we didn't. Our cards weren't working like that <laughs> <Yeah>. back then. <laughs> yeah.
2: Attendance yeah. was, and if you... You could fail a class because you did not go yep. to class based yeah. off attendance alone. Uh, you could have an
0: A. I think my favorite rule or policy was if you fail a class, you could retake it and it replace the grade. That grade, the grade yeah. I, I think that was, was my favorite one. That's a good one. But I know, uh, yeah, I would say yeah. I mean, I used it a couple times.
1: I think uh unwritten rules and policies, right? So we always say, you know, if you get to know your professor, mm-hmm. you know, yes. it's a good thing. But no, we're talking about. No, get to know your professor. Yeah, like, exactly. Go sit in their, in their uh, office. office hours. Talk to them about everything but the class. And I've then, known uh, people where we've gone over our uh, professors' houses for yeah. dinner and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like, really? That's how you they develop do, that relationship. They out here
2: fucking the professor out. <laughs> you got to do what <laughs> they, you got to do they, to get they, your bread. I'm investigation on a professors. <laughs> <okay>.
1: They've all retired. Title, so, title so, nine, title
0: nine,
2: title
1: nine, yep. We ain't have title nine back then. Oh mm. yeah, y'all had like what title one? They okay. <laughs> right. were a little
0: older than the rest
2: of us. Okay.
1: So we were good. I don't she know what y'all got now. They would
0: not even call titles. It was right. He touched it's, me. <laughs> she touched me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> see y'all, see how they doing? Got jokes. They ain't even
0: have. They had phones when David went to school. David had to go knock on doors.
1: Actually. I, I, didn't my, I didn't get my I didn't get my first cell phone till my sophomore year. I
0: told you he oh, didn't go to he went to school yeah. when it was, uh, what was it? no that kid. was
1: spring two thousand no, no, uh, spring two thousand. Uh, no, it was the no kid when they played. The no, it was just <laughs> the one. Yeah, like the one, and we didn't really use it because who was I calling? I don't know. You couldn't use uh, you free calls until after nine after o'clock. Night, yeah, oh, okay, I remember that. Right, true. so oh, yeah. so I, you had
0: the phone that you had that, when you sent a text message, hit the button like, exactly. The button. Have
1: to hit it. I remember the first time I got a new, like I had a cell phone. I text someone and I, you know, it took me forever to text them, and then they like boop, send it back. And I'm like, dang, how did you do that so quick? Clearly, they have one of those the new phones. They have, yeah, that's a lot. No, that's that's really good. So HBCU's guys, mm-hmm. would you recommend it to the user of today? Or do Absolutely. You, do you think that um, they run their course? It's, no, you know, no, I don't think them.
0: they ran their course. I think they're definitely oh, needed. Yeah. Um, they provide a sense of who you are. What I mean by that is, like, when I went to school, I I was still struggling with who I am, but when I got there, it was, when I got there, it was nothing like it. It was like, hey, you're going to be Dre, because if you don't grow up, we're going to make you grow up. Mm-hmm. You know, hanging with the friends that you hung out with and everything else, you know, it was like, hey, you not gonna, you're not going to do this or you are going to do this, but you're going to be who you are. So I definitely think they, they are very much needed, especially like with the social life and the soft skills. Like I've learned how to tie a tie. I've learned how to shake hands. I've learned how to eat professionally. I've learned all of that at a HBCU versus a PWI who could teach me how right. to read and write.
1: So how how do you eat professionally? <laughs> it's professional <laughs> it's an etiquette. etiquette. Now I want to hear this. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: So uh, Here we go. Now we're about to get a professional <laughs> etiquette.
1: Leave me alone, David. <laughs> he, he said he learned how to eat professional.
0: This is like professional. No no, 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 I'm about to say.
1: I went to etiquette class, but those was like for galas and but that's right. But
0: the that's the same that's thing, thing at, a, at a working of, lunch. Yeah. I'm not
1: going to go there and order some fried chicken and like eat it like I'm at home.
2: A hamburger you don't get unless that's the only thing available. You, a salad where you can do fork and knife. They like, tell you
1: about if you're going to like a networking event, how not to pack your plate. Yes. Yes. And mm-hmm. about if you go to career fairs. Don't be the person walking around with bags and bags full of stuff. Yeah,
2: you need to have your uh your, your resume, resume and and then if, if you possibly put it on cardstock n- or like card and do business cards. When I especially when That's I was at it. Xavier, we mm-hmm. did that before they now have like the virtual, uh, yeah, you know, you all know, the, electronic you know, the electronic things. Thing. Yeah. But yeah, those were things that were taught. And I don't know for me, another thing that I I tell the younger the younger people, even though I know I'm young, but it's college is more than just the education. College is growing mentally, spiritually, growing in so many different aspects. So as Dre said, so he learned other skills. So yes, you he got his degree. Yes, he was able to walk across the stage. Business degree. <laughs> but at the shout end, out
0: to the business majors. <laughs> shout out to
1: the business. And shout
2: majors. out to the engineering majors. Right. Like,
1: right. Hey. Like, what was that? Engineers rule the yes, world. Yes. No, I, we love everybody. So yeah. shout to the engineers. Um,
2: but it's growing and. I think that when people look at college, it's like, well, I got my degree. And I have so many friends who are like, well, I got my degree. But well, what else did you learn beyond your degree? Like, did you build any bonds? Were you able to do anything else? And I think that's something that needs to get in people's heads, that, like, college is more than just education.
1: No, that's important. Can I throw out some facts, guys? Yeah. And we- there's a reason why I want to throw out these facts.
0: Okay, because I wanted to get into, like, your your
1: schooling versus our sc- Well.
0: Your school and my school and Shannon's school, because you know you went to school when it was black and white. Okay, and I went to school. It's still schooling. I know. Be it in black and white, but it was different. But no, let's let's
1: go here. So HBCUs are responsible for. Listen to this, guys. I have to pull out my phone because I want to make sure. So if you hold a degree in agriculture, they make fifty one point six percent. of all biologists, 35% of computer science, 43% of physical science, 23.2% of social science. But wait, there's more. Uh, Nine of the top 10 colleges that graduate most of African-American students who go on to earn PhDs are HBCUs. Majority of us are, let's see, more than 50% of all public school teachers and 70% of dentists, HBCUs. So there's a reason I bring that up Um, and there's trust. There's many more facts. It shows that HBCUs are placing us into the careers that are out there because like just saying 70% of all dentists, Mm -hmm. that means there are dental schools across this nation, hundreds of them, but 70% of the black ones are coming from an HBCU. Mm -hmm. So that's telling me that either A, it's quote unquote, hard or impossible to get into these other schools or they're just not trying to pick us to go into those schools and you're getting the opportunity at an HBCU and then you go on and further be the greatest dentist on earth. But same thing with the STEM careers, business, journalism, communicate, you, you name it. We're, we're great we're at the top. Yes. It's, but
0: I also, and I also think it's just built in us. Mm-hmm. Um, Like I think, you know, just being black, you know, we're just built different. So, like, we're built to sustain and withstand a lot of things. Strong. And we're built to conquer. Mm-hmm. So, like, shout out to all the kings and queens out there. It's amazing. And too. literally,
1: there are kings and queens on each HBCU's campus. <laughs> Mr. Yes. and Miss, Florida A&M University. I'm sure there's a Mr. And, and Miss, UMES. Uh-huh. Mr. You know, and Miss. The illustrious university. I The illustrious university.
0: You gotta let them know. Um, but yeah, no, I think we're just built different, um, and I definitely appreciate my HBCU for giving me that
1: opportunity. Can we uh, negate this one? This is another misnomer. I didn't go to an HBCU because the real world isn't all black, and I didn't want to go there and just be around all black people nah, fuck knowing that. that the real world nah,
0: fuck is that. not that like that. And fuck that. I ain't even gonna hold you. Like, it's at an HBCU they teach you how to maneuver in so many different spaces. Regardless, you know how to walk in a HBCU teaches you how to walk in a room and command respect.
1: I think Shannon, I'm gonna let you talk in a second. Uh-huh. I was about to say you hit on it when you were saying the high school that you went to. I went to a similar high school where it's like 60 percent white, 40 percent black. So it's still a large number, but we weren't in the majority.
2: We see it, I think for me, I'm a little flip. So I think we were the black folks were the 60 percent, okay, and the white with 40, but it wasn't. Ninety percent black and then ten mm-hmm. percent other. I I have Asian friends. I have white friends. I from all from high school. So I, but majority of my friends are black. But it came full circle for me. But I will say, um, you made a comment about uh, the real world <laughs> not starting uh, not being at the HBCU, and honestly, I think. My HBCU prepared me, me for, for the, the real world. Earth, yes, Earth. Mm-hmm. if you can pick four years of your life to be around your people to learn things, why not take that opportunity? Yeah. So that that's that was a big thing for me. And coming down to a PWI, I won't say I wouldn't have been able to make it if I hadn't gone to my HBCU, but I in my HBCUs, excuse me, but I was able to experience more at my HBCUs, which then allowed me to prepare myself. To come to a PWI to get my PhD because I am one of the only Black women mm. in my department. Let them know. So
1: literally the only, like one of the only ones. That's that's big. That's that's different. Um, I think for our kids. I'm sorry, Dre hate I say that. For our students. students. Here we go. For our students. In high school, maybe even middle school, you know, any advice we can give them or how do you go about it? because now let's be real. Just because I want to go to an HBCU doesn't mean they're going to like contact me back or, you know. I, so I, I think
0: I think the um, the biggest advice that I can give now is that um, a lot of these PWIs that they're starting to learn and want to catch up with is that they want to start doing holistic admissions when they want HBCUs been doing that. I'm not going to pick you just because your grades. What can you tell me in this personal statement? You know, or what can you tell me in this interview that makes you stand out? So PWIs are starting to jump on that train. So my advice to anybody who is looking to attend college, just in general, the work starts seventh grade, eighth grade. Everybody thinks it starts in high school. Now it really starts before then, because you have to be active. You have to be involved. If you're not involved, you're not gonna get the best out of it. So my advice is get involved, whether that's sports, whether that's um community service, whether that's clubs, anything. You know, just get involved, but be
1: who you are at all times. Real quick, before we wrap up, guys, I think we would do a disservice. So I'm going to give us three a minute and let's shout out as many HBCUs as we can because I know our listeners are listening and they want to hear their school come out of our mouths. Oh, so if we don't say your school name, we basically we're. Heard. Oh, okay, bad. <laughs> I was going to say it's not important. But uh, here we go. So, first and foremost. Florida a University. Got it out. Hey
2: Xavier University, Louisiana. The
1: University of Maryland Eastern Shore.
2: North Carolina Agricultural and Technical State University. Bowie State.
1: Tennessee State. Spelman College. Howard.
2: Morehouse College. Oh,
1: Wilberforce. Clark
0: Atlanta. Clark Atlanta.
1: Oh, oh, Morris Brown. Hi.
0: Shaw University. Jackson State.
1: Oh, uh, Alabama A&M. Morgan State.
2: Harrisville State University. Oh,
1: Lincoln. Lincoln All of of Pennsylvania. It. There you go. <laughs> Delaware State.
0: Ah, Del State. Shout out to Del State. Savannah
1: State. I used to live there. hmm
0: Central Ohio. Central. Central, Central, Central State. 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 Yeah. Central, Central North Carolina. Shaw University. Shaw. Um, You have Howard. You got. Um, right. Get out there. We have Hampton.
1: Hampton. Right. The other Hampton. H-U. Get them out.
0: Hampton. Yeah, it's so many. Um, it's Grambling. a. Oh, Grambling. It's, it's Southern. actually. Southern, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Can't forget can't our. Forget, PV.
1: Arkansas Pine PV. Bluff.
0: Oh, yeah. I would say, yeah. Are there's over, a, they said there's like uh, 106
1: um, HBCUs. Years. Alabama.
0: Alabama. And Alabama State, right? And Albany. 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 You have Albany. Um, you got Huston That's Tillerson. It.
1: Okay, I'll say First this meeting. one. I don't want to say it, but if I don't say it, then my LB is going to kill me. Bethune-Cookman College University. Uh, ah, yeah, yeah, Bethune. Yeah. You yeah. do got Bethune. BCC.
0: Langston. Yep, Langston. Langston's yeah. a good one. It's so mean. Oh.
1: And so if we didn't say your school, basically they're saying that it wasn't important enough. I'm just saying wow. that we forgot. That's no, not, I am saying apologize. That we forgot, guys. <laughs> no, that's Bam U feels like it's <laughs> not important. You know. you see where the Bam is at, is. The lowest of the seven hills. Oh, highest. Don't do that. Because when they in your DMs, these rattlers Queen (laughs) fan, Just throwing that out there to you. So, Shannon, I want to thank you today for coming on, giving us your experience at HBCUs, at an HBCU, at both schools. And I think really helping our listeners out there understand, you know, why? Why did we make these decisions? Mm -hmm. Why is such a big motivating factor on who we are today? Absolutely.
0: It was great to have you on this side of the camera. Thank you.
2: Thank you. You
1: think you want to stay for our DM slide? Yeah, why not? All right. Let's get to it here we go guys so we're going right into our dm slide you guys know the dm slide is it's all about you come in you slide in our dms you give us a topic you give us a question you give us something you want us to talk about it doesn't have to do with anything from our last episode and today's question come from instagram and the user is m underscore and underscore m and underscore underscore eight m&m eight that's your name Mm -hmm. so the question is gender roles how are they affecting society and the American dream?
0: Ooh, that's deep. Shannon. No,
1: no we, got, we can't go yeah. to the guest first, right? So, Come um, on.
0: How, is, how is gender roles affecting society and the American dream? I think those are two questions. Um, I think gender roles definitely affect um, society. You got to look at it just like um, they're not called baby shots. What are they called? The revealing.
2: Gender reveals? Gender, gender
0: reveals. reveals. Like, think about it back from there. Like once you know what gender your baby is, you already are preparing them for that lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? But what if your baby wants to come out and be totally different? So I think they definitely do affect the way we think, the way we move, the way we operate. I'm in the American dream. Um, I think the American dream is trash. Um, there is no such thing as two kids or white picket fence and a dog. No, not in the society that we live in now, especially not in America we live in now. You know, I think that
1: that dream is long gone. I think that's more of David's era. Um, It is, and I think it still takes place, but it's not. I don't think that's the American dream. The American dream isn't the two kids and pick a fence.
0: That's the that's the only American dream that I've heard. So no, the American it's
1: changed now. Yeah, right. No, I I
0: do I do agree that I think it's changed, but I'm just talking about the only. No, no, no. That's
1: a vision. No, the American dream has always been about how do you make it? How do you make it big? based off of whatever circumstances you were born into in life. So it used to be, no matter what you were born, rich, poor, whatever, you can too You too can be rich if oh. you just strap yourself up by the boots and everything. No. So that's the American dream. I think when you talk about gender roles and how they're affecting society, I think America is slowly um, growing with the times, right? So we were a very maternal excuse me paternal patriarchal society man does everything and over the course of years we have seen more and more women are now starting to go to college they like out surpassed men when you're talking about college now women are going to work so you no longer have that role of the man just doing everything because women are like hey turns out i can do it too Mm mm-hmm the question is when it, I think going back to what you were saying with American Dream, let's say that you still want that family right. uh, atmosphere. Can you have the traditional gender roles if you have a man that, I think this is what the question is probably getting to? Can a man be a stay at home dad and the woman goes to work? Yes. Fuck yeah. I want to be a stay at home dad. I would die. Look, give me my mimosa wait, every but day. Then, dad. But
2: hold up. But Fuck. You stay- that okay, wait.
1: Stay at home and I could play the Xbox. Right, because don't think the kid going to be like the smartest thing on earth. No, 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 no. no. to me, that's
2: where the issue comes into place. You keep, you would need to be doing things at the house. Yeah. That's cool.
1: I keep it clean. Be I'll a do baby. That. But, at the, time, the but <laughs> at the same time, but at the same time,
0: I'm going to be that dad that takes a kid. That, that every that day. Put, that You know, you ever seen like Mission but Impossible? Hanging? Right. You're hanging them down to make them grab up and hang them up like
1: But <laughs> like to me, Mission the impossible. same
2: way that these gender roles were when women would be at home and
1: then men. I to do all that. Yeah, cook,
0: clean. Hey, man. I, you know, I ain't to that. me, though, no woman I, should
2: be working all day and then coming home to a dirty house if you're at the house all day. Well, I
1: agree. We got meal prep on Sunday, so we got dinner no, 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 all no. week. Oh, no, no
2: Absolutely. No, no, no. I'm going to cook
0: one time. Washing
1: once a week, so washing done.
0: <laughs> or if you leave it up to me, we're going to eat out every night. That's
1: right. So now I can play my PS5 or my Xbox Series X all day. Exactly. Hey, honey, you and, know where the dinner and is. And stream it and get paid for it. How about that? You feel me?
2: wow this is actually really crazy oh, what they say come, okay.
0: come home i need a hot meal on the table it's in the microwave yeah? it really is That's,
2: <laughs> honestly. That's y'all. Did, you, did you pick up full door dash sweat? at the door
0: <laughs> you ain't grab it on the way in you know they don't do you know it's contactless work smarter not harder absolutely
2: Mm-hmm. Wow, you see no, yeah. no, no. <laughs> no, no, because if so I we're in like, agreement? Yep. no, no, we're it not. This like so the four of y'all might be, but no, 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 no. I just feel like at the end of the day, if I've done, if I'm working,
0: uh huh. You come home to what?
2: A hot meal on the table. No, the same thing as yes a man you would have expected nah, right. if I was at be, the house. Go- no, it's going to be. You it's going to be
1: Amazon I've been buying stuff all day
2: long. Are you buying stuff? You're no you know money. We working. The food working. <laughs> the food <laughs> will be hot.
0: Don't get me wrong. The food will be hot. <laughs> the
2: food will be hot from the microwave that you heated up from three days ago. You can well, maybe.
0: Fryer. but this is your air fryer, uh, absolutely. Go. I got like the Ninja air fryer. Shout out go. to the ninjas. So there you um, go. But <laughs> it will be hot because DoorDash is two minutes behind you. There you go.
2: As but my thing is, so what are you doing all day in the house? Streaming
1: and, and sleeping and baby care. It's
2: called lazy, being lazy. So it's baby
1: care. But no, so it sounds like we're generals. We're we're joking around. We're playing. Yeah, but no, basically, no. we're generals. <laughs> we're basically saying. If men have to stay at home, we're probably gonna do a better job than women did. Whoa, wait wait a minute, that's a
2: yeah. real big generalization right there. That's,
1: that's what the conversation sounded like. <laughs> mm-hmm. Dre. Hey, hey. Dre, don't, hold put on, me, wait one don't put me in that foolishness. <laughs> that don't put me in that foolishness. But no, I think I the biggest thing about, every episode. No, not this one. Mm-hmm. The biggest thing about gender roles are as the society continues to grow and continues to change, we have to grow with that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. If you are locked into your old ways or the ways of the past, you Might get left behind like the dinosaur, and no, you might, you will, well, get you left will. Left. and Nobody, I think another thing 71 million people still vote Trump, yeah, so they still living by traditional gender roles. I digress on that, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, but Fun in, in terms of elect your body.
2: <laughs> but I will say though, like in terms of roles and responsibilities, they're gonna continuously change. So, as we say, okay, if a man is staying home. His roles will be different and responsibilities will be different than the woman's depending on how they've decided in their relationship. But then if things change and the man has to go to work and the woman has it it'll continuously change and if you don't build your relationship to understand that those roles will continuously change and when they change a conversation needs to be had, then it will never work at the end of the day.
0: I agree, however, hire me, I'll be a stay-at-home dad any day. Um, but
1: it's not a job to be hired.
2: Because that's your Hi, kid. You got to married
0: into. I
1: understand, mm-hmm. but hire me. <laughs> okay. Or fire fighter. <laughs> so, DM him,
2: okay? Uh,
1: hire and me. We want to thank you for coming on this side of the camera with us today, or on thank this side you. of the podcast. Yes. Thank uh, I think you. Thank It was a very good conversation. Uh, guys, as always, slide into our DMs. If and you liked or didn't like what we talked about today. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. And make sure you follow us at the That Perspective Podcast. And that's the... T-H-E, That Perspective Podcast. Also, you can listen to us on Apple and Spotify for our podcasts. And we also have Google Forms up. Um, Just go to our Instagram page, hit the link tree, and there is a form. We are looking for your feedback. We definitely encourage it. You know, that's the only way to make us better. And we look forward to hearing from you, you know, and possibly we might even be able to get you on the show. You never know. You know, we're taking off, and this thing is we're, we're, we're rolling now. No
1: guys, thank you so much. As always, I'm David.
0: And I'm Drake,
1: And this is the Perspective.